0: Devin Drew, Chief Executive Officer at DFD Partners. Thank you for being with us. You've been uh, grinding through with you and your team looking at these markets. We were just noting that the NASDAQ is now squeezing out a gain for the week. Um, what is 2023 looking like to you?
1: Well, first and foremost thank you so much for having me i think what we've seen this year um even up until the fed meeting next week is you have mixed earnings you still have recession fears mm-hmm. you still have supply demand imbalances balances yeah. within housing and i and i think you also have the largest op- options expiration in the last yeah. decade, so I firmly believe uh, heading into this Fed meeting the market should be selling off. Uh, you didn't see that today, but I firmly believe up until right. February 1st and in the rhetoric out of Davos that we'll be seeing that as well.
0: Yeah, I was just looking to see where the VIX is right now. It's at 1977. I mean, a lot of people play the VIX. There was a time they were going from 13 to 17, right. I think that was in 2019. Every time it went down, they bought it and they right. sold it. It's, you know, here below 20 um, and the anticipation that maybe we'll start to see some more child and volatility, particularly since we started off in a good way. Um, Next week, we were just talking about the fact that we're going to be getting durable goods, personal spending, GDP, all of this ahead of the Fed, where, you know, what what do you think the economy is shaping up to be like? you think the Fed will keep raising rates?
1: Yeah, so I I think, first and foremost, this market, just like last year, is really data-driven. Right, so I, I think next week will be will be will be telling. But I also think that uh, the rhetoric out of, out of out of Davos that the Fed will continue to raise rates moderately. So we're expecting right. a 25 basis point raise, uh, you know, raise. Uh, was in about, about 10 days from now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, there are folks, obviously, Jamie Dimon's thinking 5% plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I had another guest on today, Joe Bursuel is from RSM. He said, just fight the bullet, take the 50, do the 50 on February 1st. Um, I'm not sure whether or not people will agree with that or there's others who think they should pause, but we've heard from Esther George. Um, now we're gonna go into the quiet period, but it certainly seems like they're full steam ahead. And I don't know that we'll get any sort of pivot by the end of the year.
1: Well, the Fed wants to be have a sustained two percent, right? And yeah. and I firmly believe that borrowing costs need to stay high uh, for longer in order to in order to have that sustained two percent number. Tell me about some of the, um,
0: you know, your team works so hard at putting together data. You work with asset managers. Um, You you hired the best to take a look and get this data put together. Um, And you come up with names like Dollar General and Coinbase as potential winners. What's behind those names as potential winners?
1: Well, looking at Dollar General, right, as the the market starts to become more defensive, I think Mm -hmm. Dollar Dollar General has a little bit indiscriminately sold off a little bit, right? You've seen JP Morgan um, cut the forecast on Dollar General. Because a little bit of uh, price deception there, yeah. but thinking about thinking about Dollar General in, in the consumer discretionary s- space, being actually able to get exposure to healthcare and financials because they Dollar General is actually having a mobile um, clinic. In their parking lots now, um, and then now with their partnership with Ibotta, being able to gain that exposure within financial services. So even though it is a defensive play, uh, they still con- they still take away a lot of market share, and are getting exposure to, to financial for, for for financial services and healthcare all in one stop
0: that they did so much. I'm not sure that everybody realized that. I mean, they've been under pressure of late, but over one year. It's actually one of the few winners that I pull up when I pull up things on my screen um, for one year. How about a name like Coinbase? We've been watching Bitcoin, which actually surprised folks. It really held up through the FTX collapse, um, a lot of uncertainty and mistrust at that time. Um, but never really broke down much below 15,000 and now it's back above 21,000. What do you make of that?
1: Yeah, so what I like about Coinbase is there has to be a winner, right? And you're starting to see smart money, institutional money um, start to creep back into the crypto space. You've seen Bitcoin yeah. um, as, it's, as it's hit 21,000, and the fact that Coinbase still has 83 million users. Right, so they're extremely, extremely popular. I still think that they'll be able to continue to gain market share, um, and on the for for demographics, millennials. Right. There's Bank of America studies showing that millennials um, invest three times more in asset in asset classes and um, things like cryptocurrency.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for all your insight today. Really appreciate it. Thanks Devin so much for Drew, me. DFD Partners. Thanks for being on the show.